the request was made that we speak about sneers for men. Sneers for men. So uh, I clarified that sneers for men, the particular uh, issue that, uh, that you want to discuss was uh, what type of clothing a man has to wear. Meaning we know there are a lot of very detailed halachas and very detailed svarim with... Uh, um, you know, with, with pictures and everything to show exactly what the tzniyah's, uh rules are for women. So what about for men? Are there any rules about what a man is allowed to wear in public? What about very short sleeves for men? What about wearing shorts in public? And what about in private? Uh, can a man, or let's say uh, uh, at a swimming pool or something, can a man go swimming in front of, uh, in front of women or something like that where uh, there are no women that are going to be undressed, they're just going to be on the side fully clothed, but a man is going to be in a bathing suit. Is that, is that okay? Is there any issue of sneers for men? So a couple of things before we start. There are certain differences between sneers for men and sneers for women that are very uh, clear. Difference number one is that unlike a woman, there's nothing on a man's body except for one area that's objective erva. That's defined as erva for which you're not allowed to say a brach in front of. There is no halacha of tefach be'ish erva. There's a halacha of tefach be'isha erva. Now once you have something that's objectively defined as erva, it becomes a lot easier to say what has to be covered. Because if something is erva, obviously it has to be covered. So when you say shok be'isha erva, so obviously a woman has to cover her shok. There's no doubt about it. Now, what the shok is, okay, so that you leave the chaznish, mishbura, you have a whole nice machlokas about it. But, uh, but, but in terms of something being erva, or tefach bi'isha erva, it's very obvious that a woman, therefore, has to cover whatever is considered, whatever is considered erva. But man has no objective erva. Second difference is that there's, aside from the erva issue, uh, normally in sneers there's a lifnaiver element. And that is that if a woman dresses in a provocative way, it's lifnaiver by causing a man to have bad types of thoughts by looking at her or whatever else and, and violating a variety of isurim. The lifnaiver element when in the opposite direction is not nearly as strong. When you talk about what women are going to think of when they look at men, so first of all, women are not nearly as easily aroused as men are in terms of that, when they see something like that. That's not the type of thing. Uh, a woman sees a man without a shirt on, it's not necessarily going to, uh, to, 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 be a, to do the same thing for her in terms of what, what, uh, what, what it's going to cause in her uh, emotionally or whatever. Um, the second issue, the second reason why the Lithuanian element is much less uh, and this really relates to the first one, is that there are two Yisurim in the Torah relating to uh, looking at something that you're not supposed to look, looking at someone who's undressed. One, one Yisur in the Torah is Losa Surah Achrei Enechem. And the Gemara in Brachos Yudbeis says that that's the Yisur to think about Arayos even. You look at the Arayos and you end up thinking about the Arayos. The second Yisur is Ksubis Memvav. Ksubis Tav Memvav Amenalif. The Gemara quotes Pazim Dvarim Chav Gimel. V'nishmartam Mikol Dovara. And we understand that Shmarat Mikol Dovara includes a lot of things. Watching animals mate, looking at women's clothing, even when the women aren't wearing the clothing. All sorts of things that will likely get a person's mind racing to start to think about things that they shouldn't be thinking about. And the Gemara says that when Nishmarat Mikol Dovara, the Dovara that we're referring to, is that a person, if they look at the wrong things, they're going to be Mahara Biyom, and then it's going to be making the day Hotza Zera. Belayla. Now, Rav Moshe has a tshuva, very important tshuva. It was Moshe having an Ezra, Chelakal of Simon, Samachtes. Rav Moshe writes that um, that that the women are only included in the Isser of 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 Surah They are not included in the Isser of Nishmat called Avara, because the Isser of Nishmat called Avara is understood by the Gemara to specifically refer to 
that which leads to uh, there is no for women, there is no and therefore whatever you're not allowed to look at that would be included in Shemar to be called a Vara would not be uh, would not apply to women. So women, there would be no issue for a woman to look at uh, men's clothing, even not on a man, or for a woman to uh, to see animals mating or things like that. Um, and, and, and not only that, the Gemara also distinguishes in Ksuba Samachai between a woman who has an outlet for her desires and a woman who does not have an outlet for her desires. I mean, the Gemara over there says that a woman should not drink wine because if you drink wine, it's going to bring you to promiscuity. But uh, the Gemara says, but if her husband's around, then it's no problem. Meaning, when the woman sees something, if it's going to cause her to be in a certain type of mood, she watches a romantic comedy or something, and it gets her in a certain type of mood where she's uh, whatever you know, in a more promiscuous kind of uh, kind of a mood. So that might make a big difference whether that's mutter for her to watch if she has an outlet or if she doesn't have an outlet. For a man, it's always going to be aser because you always have nishmat be called avara and los surach reinechem. So that's just objectively that there are, there are certain differences. Also, and this is a tremendous chiddush from Moshe writes in Idris Moshe, Yeridea Chela Gimel, Simen Samaches, Os Dalid, Rav Moshe writes, Inyan Snius Banashim, Lelech Mulubashim Kalaguf, Eno Me Isurim, Elamalo Zihirus. He says the general idea of a man dressing in a modest way is not really minadin, even though we're about to see that there are certain halachos that seem to directly talk about a man dressing in a certain way. He says these aren't really la halacha me ikra din required, required. This is just a midas chasidus, a malus, a hirus, something that's appropriate that a person is a kiyum of shemisi Hashem lenegdi samid, that a person should realize that Kodesh Baruch Hu is always with him and act accordingly, uh, realizing that Kodesh Baruch Hu is always with him. But let's get into some of the details. What exactly is a man allowed to uh, wear and is a man not allowed to wear? So the first thing we need to know is um, that we have to realize tznius is not only about what dress, it's not only about measuring what's covered, what's not covered it's the possible that in general it's about uh, it's about acting in a modest way in general, and anything that builds gaiva, it's no accident that in the same in the same simon in Shulchan Aruch, where the Shulchan Aruch talks about what a man is supposed to wear and how a man is supposed to get dressed without uncovering too much of his body that same uh, simon in Shulchan Aruch says you're also not allowed to walk with the Kuma Zekufa, you're not supposed to walk in a pompous way, where you show that uh, show a sense of arrogance. Tzniyas is the opposite of arrogance. It's a sense of modesty overall, in the way we behave, in the way we do. The, there's Tzniyas in terms of how we show off our money, how we show off, you know, the, the, the blessings that Kodesh Baruch Hu gave us. That's also a very icker part of Tzniyas. But, in terms of the actual dress, so, the, um, just before the dress again, the, uh, the Gemara in Erev and Davkuf says that if we didn't have the Torah, we would have learned Sneos anyway from the Chatul, from the cat, the way a cat goes to the bathroom privately when no one's looking, we would have learned Sneos from, from him. That's the Gemara that tells us how we could have learned so many Midos, so many ethical things from, uh, from the world around us, even at HaKadosh Baruch Hu not giving us the Torah. And the idea is that, again, obviously you're learning it from the cat, it's not about how we dress, it's obviously about a general sense of keeping a sense of privacy. The Gemara Bracha Samach Beis goes on for a, for a half a daf explaining uh, the, the concept of Tzniyos and how important the concept of Tzniyos is, how important it is to keep things private in the private areas, especially in the bathroom and things like that. Now, Halach Lomaisa, Sezer Shulchan Aruch, Simen Beis, second Simen Rol of Shulchan Aruch, 
says that he was assuming people would sleep without any clothes on, only their cover on. So he said you have to put on your, your clothing before you get out from under your cover. I no one's in your room, no one's going to see you. It doesn't matter, no one's going to see you. Sneeze demands, and that's the very next halacha. Al yomar hinani miro eni. Don't say, ah, I'm, I'm all alone, I'm in my own bedroom, who's going to see me? What difference does it make what I'm wearing? HaKadosh Baruch Hu is everywhere. HaKadosh Baruch Hu sees you. So you see, it's not a din in what people will see, what people won't see. It's a din in personal behavior. That HaKadosh Baruch Hu sees when we're, uh, when we're alone. And therefore, even when we're alone, we have to act with a certain amount of tzniyos. And as Mishabur says, Bush HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Even Belayla, even Bechadri Chadarim, Melokh Alaretz Kvodo. We have to realize we're in the presence of the Rebbeinu Shalom. And then he says, Anything that's normal, that's a part of the body that's normally covered, it's ideal to never uncover. It's ideal to keep such parts of the body uh, covered. He gives certain measurements of what, what's considered normal if normal people in uh, society are not embarrassed if you walk into their house and they're wearing a short sleeve shirt. So then you can wear a short sleeve shirt. It's not, a, it's not considered the part that's, that's covered. I, by a woman, it's a tefach and it's a problem if it's, uh, the sleeves are too short. Yes, by a woman. By a man, it's different. By a man, it's going to be based on what's considered normally covered, what's considered to be, uh, to be, to be acceptable. But he says... And this is interesting. He says, "Bebeis hamerchatz shedarkan shalbanei adam lelech shamarumi." If you're in a base of merchatz where people go walk around there naked all the time anyway, that's what they're doing. They're going to bathe. Vef shabit nachir. You can't really run a base of merchatz, a clothing only base of merchatz, right? That's what we call a laundromat. That's not going to be. Uh, it's not going to work very well as a base of merchatz. Im bezemishum pritzos. Then it's not pritzos. So you go to the mikveh. You can say. Ah, it's preachers. Go to the mikvah. There are other men around in the mikvah. Other people around. So it's a preachers. No, it's not a preachers. If that's the way that people go, and he goes so far as to say, when you go to bathe in the river, he says you should be careful. Only take off your clothing right before you go into the river. But once you're in the river, everyone takes off their clothing. Everyone, no one has clothing on in the river. So therefore, it's no problem in the river. And he goes so far as to say that when you're going to the river in the place where where everyone takes off their clothing, if you go and you have and, and you try to cover yourself up too much, it shows that you're that, that, that you have busha from from the and you try to be mechasa the brisa shel avram avinu, and you shouldn't have to you shouldn't have any busha of the brisa shel avram avinu. Such a strong contrast. And even b'chadri chadarim at night and whatever, but it's just in your room. You try not to uncover yourself. But if it's a place that people are supposed to be uncovered, like in the in the bath, like in the uh, in the in the uh, in the river where they bathe, so then you shouldn't be embarrassed. There's nothing. There's nothing wrong. It says when you're coming out and you're facing everybody, then you should cover yourself up. Even and that doesn't look like busha. Then you should do something dafka to uh, to cover yourself up. Um, it would seem that if that's the case, I mean, just what would be the practical example of that? It would be a swimming pool. Right? A swimming pool is a derech of everyone to dress in a certain way by a swimming pool. Everyone wears a bathing suit by a swimming pool. Now, it, it seems logical, though. Um, and yeah, and I don't have sources, but it seems logical that a swimming pool... I do have some sources. That a swimming pool is different um, when there are women there than when there are not women there. Just in the sense that... Um, the level of busha that one should feel in front of women should be a much higher level than one should feel in front of men. There happens to be a tshuva of the Debrisina Rav in Be'er Moshe where the Debrisina quotes the Satma Rebbe that the Satma Rebbe is quoted in some sefer um, I, have it, I have the name for you right here Satma Rebbe is quoted 
So the Rebbe is quoted um, in, in, in a certain Sefer, uh, Sefer Taras Yom Tov, to say that, that uh, from all of the Gemara, it seems clear that a man's allowed to be undressed in front of a woman, that there's no problem, a woman's not going to look at anything. And therefore a man can go to a swimming pool in front of a woman as long as the woman is dressed fine. It's hard to believe Satmar Rebbe said that, and Baramosha doesn't really believe that Satmar Rebbe said it either. Deborah Sina said, no, nah, it means that a woman's allowed to look at a man when a man is clothed, as opposed to a man looking at a woman. He can't even look at a woman when she's clothed. But it could be that there's such a machlokas, whether a man is allowed to go swimming, if there might be women at the, uh, at the swimming pool. But whatever is considered normal lavush, and is not considered to be an embarrassing lavush, it would seem so that a man is not, uh, is not obligated to cover up uh, something like that. So, uh, and just uh, also, Rabbi Yaman Zilber, Simon Zion, suggests that a bathroom would be our river. Meaning if there's a place to change your clothing where it's acceptable to be, uh, to be, to be undressed, that would be the bathroom. So, because we, have a ba- we use the bathroom and the shower room as one. Right, I mean, even though we talk in Simon Gimel, the Shulchan talks about even when you go to the bathroom, you should try to stay as covered up as you possibly can. That you shouldn't, you shouldn't keep yourself uncovered. But in our bathrooms, it's a bathroom and a shower room. So if you need to change, so that's the best place to change. Meaning, even if you have a lock on the door in your room, he thinks that it's better to change in the bathroom. So the bathroom is more like the Nahar. It's more like the river, and that's more of a place of privacy. Whereas in the bedroom, it says from first in Shulchan Aruch that you're not supposed to be unclothed, even in your bedroom, even when nobody's there. But the bathroom was like the acceptable place to, to change. And even then, you should try to, you know, shouldn't stay like that for a long time. You just change whatever time it takes to, uh, to actually change. Okay, that's the...